Hi, She 2.0 listeners. This is Ramona. And this is Jackie. Jackie, um, so we've talked a lot about aging skin in our podcast. And, uh, you know, we, we're always on the hunt for new products that could potentially help us. And so today we have a guest to talk about what happens to our aging skin and a product that could potentially help us. Absolutely. So um, I think you and I were really excited about this episode and the hope that it gives us uh, for the sagging and the the crow's feet because uh, Ben Pisarevsky is um, a brand and sales director and he works with DeLon Laboratories and uh, they do a lot of research and they create products for um, BioShear. And the reason BioShear is on our radar is because they use a stem cell technology which helps and is proven to help with um, helping to slow down the aging process of our skin, helping to, you know, return some moisture and reduce some of those fine lines and wrinkles. But, you know, there are a lot of brands out there that say they do this. So we, Ramona, you and I were so speculative about this, like, does it really work? And what is the science behind it? So it was really great to hear everything that Ben had to say about the hard work they're doing to understand the needs of our peri and menopausal skin and just how they're targeting it with this uh, stem cell technology as well as their hyaluronic acid. So stay tuned and have a listen because I think you're going to be really excited by the hope of slowing down the sagging and the wrinkles. Yes. So have a listen to Ben Pisarevsky and BioShear. Welcome, Ben, to She 2.0. Thank you. Um, yeah. Great to be here. Uh, I have to be honest with you and tell you, you are the first male guest on our podcast. <laughs> That's right. So look, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. I'll do my best uh, <laughs> answer any questions that I, I, I know of. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Um, so, I mean, a lot of us are concerned about our skin, like particularly around menopause, we notice some changes to our skin um, as our hormones level uh, levels plummet. Um, so I thought it would be a good idea to s- sort of bring you in and chat about um, it, what those changes are to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, um, so just the first thing I'd like to say is that um, what we do here is we are a team of incredible researchers, chemists, scientists, uh, formulators, um, and we research on a regular basis pain points that come for women, for men, uh, for 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 mothers, fathers, anyone where there is a, a product um, pain point or a consumer pain point, and we try to get into the mind of that consumer if we aren't already, um, and to try to sensitize ourselves as much as possible to their uh, quote-unquote struggle or, or, or pain points or issues. Now, when we talk about menopause, there's menopause, right? And then there's perimenopause. Mm-hmm. Perimenopause, um, when we enter it, estrogen production uh, diminishes and decreases substantially, while and, uh, androgen levels, androgen uh, hormones, they stay constant. Now, what ends up happening for most people, it seems that co- the common side effects include, and we're going to focus completely on the skin, in terms mm-hmm. of the menopause and, and the hormone imbalance uh, um, or fluctuation changes, wh- how that it affects, we're gonna f- I'm going to focus primarily on the skin. So some of those side effects 
include, you know, dry and itchy skin um, and the reduction of estrogen, which is one of the big ones, uh, causes an, uh, a different or a change in the ratio between uh, testosterone and estrogen. So testosterone is no longer masked, which actually causes the skin to produce more oils. And then slowly, slowly, oil, the body's oil production actually starts to decrease again. Um, and then as a whole, which is very, the most common um, for the skin is the ability of the skin to, to retain moisture. Um, and that's what causes quite a few of the, the, the side effects or the, the, the pain points, as, as we like to call it, um, that many women end up facing. Yeah, I would actually, um, being postmenopausal, I would say that I've noticed all of those changes in my skin. And my skin is very different today um, in my early 50s than it was in my 30s or even my 40s. So everything you're saying is ringing bells for me right now. <laughs> so Ben, um, knowing that these changes are going on in our skin, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be quite a feat to try to figure out how to target those changes. Um, I know we can't reverse aging, but uh, what can we do about that? <laughs> and can we reverse aging? So, <laughs> I wish, my gosh, if we had, uh, if we've discovered that one, we would have a very different conversation. I guarantee that. But um, um, so as, as women enter perimenopause, um, mostly the skin will start to experience loss of collagen. Mm -hmm. um, and many people, you know, it's, a, it's that, that's one of those keywords that rings bells all day long uh people are ingesting collagen you know they have collagen rich soups to get their collagen levels boosted because there's all kinds of benefits but what for the skin's purpose collagen is critical for retaining moisture and elasticity of the skin now in perimenopause the loss of collagen is apparent it happens quite a bit mm -hmm. um and as everyone gets older it just gets kind of lower and lower and lower levels also, the skin itself becomes thinner, the thin, so the skin starts to thin out, um, and then uh, finally, skin dryness. So without collagen, um, it, it goes hand in hand with skin dryness. Now, what you can do to, to help with that, how do you target those? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's quite a challenge because, again, you know, there's, there's ways to do it, which I'll, I, I'll talk on maybe a little later, but that you can do it more uh, for a superficial or a quick fix. Um, and then there's, one, there's ways that take a little bit longer, okay, and more of an investment, um, but that can lead to much better results uh, longer term um, and, 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 and then overall. Mm -hmm. So what are the most common areas where we can expect to see these changes? Yeah, absolutely. So for us, we know that around the neck, the jawline, the cheeks, are for, uh, and the upper lip is what we call the critical zones. Um, that's for perimenopause primarily. Um, and of course, you know, fine lines and wrinkles. That's as, as we age, everyone's fine lines and wrinkles just it's part of, of getting older. Um, but once menopause hits, then you start to see those lines intensify. Uh, wrinkles start to pronounce, become more and more pronounced. Crow's feet around the eyes become more pronounced. Um, and, and above the, the upper lip, they start to form as well. Um, so that's really the, the, the areas of, 
of, um, as we like to call them, we call them critical zones. What about, Ben, um, the eyelids? Like, I've been having a lot of conversations with women in my age group around, you know, our eyelids, skin becomes crepey. Um, we lose mm-hmm. some of that muscle tone, so I feel like our eyebrows start to kind of come down a little, which can cause that mm-hmm. sort of sagging look on our eyelids. Is that also mm-hmm. something you consider to be one of those critical areas? It's uh, it's not as critical because it's not what... Um, what people are focusing on as much because when we look in the mirrors, we're looking at those things that are hitting us right away. And okay. for us, the, the eyelid area is kind of the secondary once certain, certain um, problem air problem areas are, are less apparent or less problematic for, for whoever it is. Um, then they start noticing, okay, wait a minute. I have this. And then I have oh, a little bit could be made a little bit better here, a little tighter there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is absolutely, it's, it's part of the same package. It's all the, the hormone, the hormone fluctuations, um, and, and the getting older. Yes. <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. so, so one thing I will say, um, you know, i I think I've tried pretty much every product on the market to rage against aging and, um, it can be really hard to understand you know, as a simple consumer and maybe someone who doesn't work in the beauty industry, you know, can actual Mm -hmm. creams and potions, can they actually have any impact on, you know, the collagen loss? Can they actually help to rebuild it? Can they help to add suppleness and um, plumpness Mm -hmm. back up to those areas or, Mm -hmm. or are we being fooled? (laughs) So it's, it's kind of yes and yes, where the right, the right uh, target or the right product or the right company that knows what they're doing behind it um, will not mislead the consumer um, or not even the consumer with the users, okay? uh, their target market. Um, and the ones that are kind of selling you the snake oil or the, uh, are the ones who say, use the word, you know, repair. Right. For us, that's a, a word that is very, very tricky. It's a tricky term. Because when people think repair, they think cure. Yes. You know, it's a cure to my ailment or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important to know, you know, that you can always maintain uh, and take actions that will help at slowing down the aging process. But to stop it, it's not just, you know, brute honesty is just not going to happen, unfortunately. So, um, now, yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say just on that point, what... Are there any things we can't, like, what can we do to slow that? Because I feel like, you know, food, food groups are important. But besides that, what else? Of course. So one very important thing that I think a lot of, a lot of the population in general don't understand about collagen is that the skin doesn't absorb collagen from the outside. That's why there's collagen injections. There's collagen supplements. um, There's collagen rich foods. Because it has to come kind of either forcefully uh, put uh, injected um, or from 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 within, and that way it boosts from within. Now, okay, so anything topically as it relates to collagen is just not going to do anything for you. If if it's saying that that we are uh, in um, using this cream, it pushes the collagen from within the cream. It's like a collagen rich cream and it pushes it into the skin. The chances are that that's, it's a misleading, a misleading claim. 
that's where it's, you have to, we have to be right. very, very careful of what mm-hmm. we're saying and what we're putting in the packaging, what we're, what we're presenting it and saying to the users, because for us, it's critical and very important that, that we never mislead the consumer. We never mislead her or, or him or whoever it is, because at the end of the day, just test out the products, test out what we do, what, what we make. And you'll see for yourself that there's the benefits are, are, are quite ample. Now that's where we say using the right tools, right? right. So you can never stop the, the aging process, but you can help slow it down a bit, right? The visible signs. That's right. why, you know, doctors encourage to eat healthy. They, why, uh, you know, they encourage exercises to kind of slow the, the, the deterioration uh, of our bodies uh, as much as possible. Now, when it comes to, you know, the face creams, the, the anti-aging kind of products, um, you want to use the right tools to help fight back <laughs> the chronicle signs. Right. Um, and the way we do it is a little bit different. We do it by helping the body uh, boost its natural production of collagen for our stem cell line, uh, our stem cell products. And then for hyaluronic acid, we do it. Uh, we, we boost the, the skin and the, the body's natural ability to boost its own hyaluronic acid. So remember that the hormone imbalances uh, and fluctuations cause collagen levels to decrease and the skin and the body to stop producing as much as it needs. And we try to target by assisting the skin uh, to, and the body to reproduce its own collagen. Okay, so how do we do that? Because if we're talking about, you know, a topical treatment, how does that work? Okay, so it's a, it's a mix. It's a mix. It's, it's where you kind of get into the field of biotechnology and biochemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I know nothing saying, about. I failed chemistry uh, in high school. <laughs> <sighs> Me too. <laughs> so to keep it light and breezy then. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Biotechnology is uh, basically technology that uses, uh, you know, biological systems and organisms and living parts of the world. So in our case, um, when we're talking the biotechnology, it would be the stem cell, the stem cell itself. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain what a stem cell is just so that we can get that full picture. And then just to, to clear the, the, the other side of the table, it's and biochemistry is kind of the application of that stem cell or that biotechnology into a product, into a different form that can benefit whoever, whatever the, its purpose is. And in our case, it's a cream or, or a, a, uh, a treatment. So stem cells is a very tricky thing. It has a lot mm-hmm. of negative connotation. People think that it has a very, uh, it's a very controversial topic, you know, when, when, when I had my, my, my son, they asked my wife and I, I say, hey, do you guys want to save the, the, the umbilical cord? Because uh, in case, goodness forbid, something was to happen, we can use those stem cells and, and so on and so forth. The, the way they explained it kind of flew over my head. But, <laughs> yeah, me but too. It, it kind of has, yeah, it has that kind of scary connotation. So yeah, and I think that's really... Sorry, I was just going to say, I think that's really important to note um, as well, because I think when people hear stem cell, they, they automatically go to like the human, mm-hmm. <laughs> the human way of getting stem cells, like from an umbilical cord or some sort of other human tissue. But that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily the case when we're developing products. You can get stem mm-hmm. cells from other living things. 
mm-hmm. like plants Absolutely. and that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and just so people know what stem cells are, stem cells mm-hmm. are just like any cell in the body just without a role. Think of it like a soldier who hasn't been told what to do yet. So <laughs> okay. as the, the human develops, right, um, or as a baby develops, they have plenty of stem cells in, in, in the womb uh, that they haven't been given roles. And as the, they develop, those stem cells are given role. Okay, you are going to be forming the skin and you are going to be forming the brain and you are going to be forming the bones. And then they just repeat and repeat and repeat. Um, and that's why they're great, you know, when people inject them into, into their joints for cartilage because these, these stem cells have no roles and then they get to an environment where all their friends are kind of producing cartilage and then they say, okay, me too, kind of thing. Uh, and they, they get that, that role that's assigned to them. And that's where human stem cells are, are like you mentioned, they're, okay, they come from the embryo or they come from the, uh, the, the umbilical cord. And then like you, you mentioned, plant stem cells is, is the perfect alternative because plant stem cells are, are quite more versatile than human stem cells or, or, or animal stem cells. Uh, plant stem cells, they are always able to adapt to their, what's needed from the plant. So that's why you'll see a stem turn into a root and a root will turn into a stem and a stem turn into a leaf and a leaf grows the stem and the root because they, they're, they're adapting to what is needed of them. And that's why for us, we, we said, hey, this is the, the perfect type of stem cell, it's obviously non-controversial being mm-hmm. uh, coming from plants. Mm-hmm. There's abundance of it. There's no problems uh, around that, um, and they adapt very well. So, when fused with the right boosters, right, with peptides, with uh, vitamin C, with um, different ingredients that are, are 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 so beneficial for the skin, um, when worked together, they work as a team to kind of boost. The, temp, the, the stem cells to perform as, as best as possible. Okay, so if we're talking stem cells and bioshear, what is, what are this, what's the stem cells job in your product? So we use um, Swiss apple stem cell extracts. Um, the, the plant, the, the type of apple is called a malus domestica. Um, and the benefits from this specific stem cell uh, have been proven in our circles to have phenomenal work just alone just then by themselves they have you know the ability to to uh, to help reduce the visible signs of aging like from crow's feet and fine lines and wrinkles and 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 tighten skin um, but for us that's not good <laughs> We, that's why we, we boost them. We use peptides that absorb easily into the skin. Uh, the stem cell's job, once it, it's absorbed, and with the peptides and, and, and the rest of the ingredients, they actually start the stimulation of the skin's natural production of collagen. That's where what we, we were aiming to do because one of the symptoms, or one of the, I don't like the word symptoms, but one of the, the downsides of, of menopause is collagen levels drop. Mm-hmm. So by finding a way to naturally produce that collagen level, that's where you get longer and better uh, lasting results. And that's exactly what we were able to achieve through decades of, 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 of research and, and consumer data and, and, and pulling what people are looking for. What are they, where are the pain points? What, what are their, their issues with, you know, with the other brands? What do they love about other brands? What do they love with this product? What do they hate with that product? 
mm-hmm. and, and then pushing the stem cells in there. So Ben, a question is, I think a lot of uh, women, you know, have a really good skincare regimen. But one thing mm-hmm. I've learned is, you know, you can have the best product on the market, but there are certain things you have to do to prepare your skin um, Mm -hmm. to be open to receiving the product, right? Like to get the maximum benefit. Um, however, Mm -hmm. like exfoliation would be really what I'm talking about there. But when we get older Mm -hmm. and our skin starts to dry out, do you still recommend, you know, before you apply the product, um, to exfoliate or can that cause more drying or cause it, our skin becomes very confusing for, for Mm -hmm. women at this age. Mm -hmm. So, um, our recommendation is always to wash, whether if, if, if it's an exfoliant, um, if, if, this, if it depends on the user, of course, it, it depends on the person's skin. There's no, you know, uh, one formula for everybody. Everyone is their unique person. Everyone's skin is, is different. If someone finds that their skin is more oily than, than others, and there's then absolutely a, a stronger exfoliant, uh, face wash, uh, you know, with microbeads or, or sugar scrub, something more more intense. But um, if the skin is already dry, then a basic face wash is what we recommend to kind of clean off all those impurities off the first layer of the skin um, and then to start application. That way you're not uh, applying on top of something that may already be there, whether it's residual from another product, whether it's, you know, a little bit of makeup, whether it's you know, sweat or oil or, or what have you. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and when you start a skincare routine like this, um, like Ramona and I are new to BioShare and the products are, are beautiful. They're very silky and smooth and they, they don't have a, a really perfumey smell. But mm-hmm. now that like, if we look at starting this new routine with stem cell, which we're excited about, what is the best way to approach it? Is it um, like, I would assume that the longer you use the product, the more time it has to work and show some results. But what can women expect? Like mm-hmm. if we start using it tomorrow, would we see some sort of a difference in a month, in a, in a couple of days? Is this like a, something that you- Yeah, I'd love just- to hear, I'd love to hear um, like around, like when you did your research and, and you developed mm-hmm. the product and clearly, you know, there's testing involved with all of this. Like where, what was sort of the roadmap in terms of like, what were your, what was the demographic of women that you were testing the product on and like how long were you seeing like, or how long before they were seeing results? Mm-hmm. Um, so incredible question. Um, if I may, I just want to start with one little point before to, to kind of uh, expl- that will answer that question uh, or how we came to answer that question because to build those 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 the the path of of clinical trials uh, on any product you kind of have to determine like you mentioned what your benchmarks are or where do you want what do you even want to expect who are you going to use now our age demographic or the, the, the main users of, of our stem cell line is a little bit different than our hyaluronic acid line. And it was, they were both built with a specific target in, or yeah, a specific target, not just in terms of, of age range, but with, with specific goals and, and to achieve the hyaluronic acid line was built to, uh, for a slightly younger audience, you know, between the ages of 28 uh, to, to 38, 40. Um, and then the stem cell line from 40 usually and up. 
the hyaluronic acid was was the concept was to build it because it's more known in the market. It's mm-hmm. hyaluronic acid is said to hold you know a thousand times its weight in moistures, or so uh, it's great for hydration. So that line, the the hyaluronic acid, uh, was built for to to kind of take that preemptive uh, approach to anti aging and to skincare, um, and that's exactly what it did. And then the stem cells was geared towards, okay, we are now in perimenopause, we are now in menopause, and and, and maybe we, we did, we didn't take good care of our skin, it's, it's irrelevant, but here we are, we want to do our best to boost those collagen levels, to uh, protect the skin against impurities, to, to, to do uh, as much as, as humanly possible. So what we did was we came up with multiple different variations. We, that's just the way we, we work, and we set our benchmarks to say, okay, to test out uh, or to do clinical trials on a woman who's 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 40 years old or with with a lab that's accredited, of course, and and certified um, and professionals in this field, um, to to say, okay, let's take some women who are uh, between 40 and 50, some from 50 and 60, then 60 to 80. Um, it was a nice size study. Uh, I think it was uh, there was quite a few women in that study. Um, they they first started by measuring the depth, the size, the width and length, and the, the um, of, of wrinkles in on on the face, on the, the crow's feet, on on uh, around the jawline, the neckline, um, everywhere where you would normally apply face cream, eye cream, and serum. That's where the pro- the products that we were uh, looking at at the time and and the application was okay we want to do things low and slow we want to do things slower that will yield better results over time um, and more lasting results because if if you compare it to you know the flip side where it's quick quote-unquote quick fixes like uh, injections uh, or Botox where they may have beautiful effects from mm-hmm. from you know instantly but over time, it actually may uh, cause deterioration of the skin. It stretches the skin out, which may make it uh, may have more, lead to more wrinkles. So we said, okay, our target is eight weeks. Even actually, we said ten weeks. If we can get it in ten weeks to reduce the fine lines and wrinkles, to increase moisture levels um, in eighty to eighty-five percent, we'll be happy. Then the, fir- the first clinical trials came back. They knock the, the results out of the park. Everyone who tried the hyaluronic acid line, we actually had 100% of, of, of users on the hyaluronic acid uh, line. Uh, they, they, they said that moisture was restored to their skin. Every applicant, every user. Oh, we wow. actually had to bring it down. We, we had to, yeah, we, <laughs> it was, we were completely blown away. Yeah, because um, you don't want to look too and, dewy and young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, we don't want people coming out looking, you know, ten years old. That's the the, the main. <laughs> the main. <laughs> so, and that was the hyaluronic acid line, and the stem cell line was the same thing. We said eighty to eighty-five percent. We're at a good starting point. We hit ninety, ninety-five, ninety-eight, ninety-seven percent. Uh, people reporting not only moisture was restored to their skin, but after eight weeks, uh, the fine lines and wrinkles were less noticeable. We ended up having 
the, the participants in clinical trials end up coming and requesting the product before it was even in the market because, and I'm, I, I, I quote unquote, okay, I'm quoting <laughs> that the woman said her husband said <laughs> he never looked so good. I, was, I, was like, oh, this is, I, I wish I can put that on, on our website, but she said not allowed, don't you dare. Uh, but it was something that for us was, was a very, very good start. It was a very and good so start. So how long did this trial go for? Like, it went for uh, about 10 to 12 weeks. It was a 12-week okay. program. Okay. And they measured um, at four weeks. And then they measured again at eight weeks and then at 12 weeks again. And was there any follow-up, like, longer term? Like, I'm just curious to say, like, if women were experiencing such, like, beautiful benefits in such a short amount of time, like, did, was there any follow-up, like, a year or two years later, or what have you? Uh, we did it on our own, not with cl the clinical studies, because uh, we asked in the beginning thing, who wants to be part of this clinical trials, and are you okay with us contacting you, not just the, the, the clinical labs, but because that's a, a finite term, it's you know 12, 12 weeks or 10, 12 week period. Um, we said, look, is it okay if we contact you after six months, after eight months? And mm -hmm. I'd say 90% said yes, and 10% were not comfortable with that. And mm -hmm. from those 90%, mm -hmm. the, the they all asked us, they said, the moment it's launched, please let us know. And we did, and they, they're very happy. They're regular customers or regular users of BioShare. Um, and we have quite a few that started off in the hyaluronic acid and have gone to this, the stem cell line and the other way around too. Um, because like I mentioned before, everyone's skin is different, right? It's not yeah. one size at all. Um, but, but yeah, it was, it was a really quite an experience to, to see that after eight weeks, instead of the, the, you know, the target 10 or 12, um, to see those, the, 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 the user so enthused mm -hmm. and, and, and with the results, forget the product, but with the results themselves, which was, it was yeah. unbelievable. It's very exciting to hear that because I think the big concern amongst, um, you know, your female consumer is that, you know, sometimes brands sort of jump on a trend just to target, you know, an emerging like audience and, you know, menopause is starting to become more and more spoken about, which is great, but there's not a lot of products on the market for women in this category. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, you know, just the fact that there's a product out there that's using the research to really help target the, the concerns with skin as it ages is very comforting. Um, where, where women, like I said, feel some hesitation is, you know, often we see brands that kind of target us with key messages and not key ingredients. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't really feel like our needs are being heard or met through the product development. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the stem cell technology and the hyaluronic acid, obviously, you know, two, two technologies, if we can call it that, or uh, skincare systems that really do show a difference and show um, that it can provide some help for aging skin. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really like excited by the brand because, you know, I have all of the problems with my skin that you talked about. Um, there are a few other areas that we hear women complain about in, in their skin. And I'm wondering if uh, either the stem cell or the hyaluronic would help target this, but you know, you're talking mm -hmm. about fine lines and wrinkles um, 
and the thinning skin. But what about, you know, we get that sagging sometimes, all the time, mm -hmm. and the puffiness, um, which might be something that we have to resolve from the inside, but, you know, it seems to be a common complaint about our skin. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The sagging is, is something that, that's it's quite a challenge to fix with a topical. Um, puffiness and dark circles, a little bit less of a challenge, or it's still a challenge, but it's less of a challenge than sagginess or sag sagging. I don't like the word sagginess, but sagging. Um, and many, and many, uh, many, many women, or even men at a certain point, but many women will turn to cosmetic surgery. Um, and, and and now what it does is they will the cosmetic surgeon will use either you know silicones or 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 hyaluronic acid or collagen um to pump up that area that will stretch the skin out right and and it ends up having no wrinkles no puffiness no sagging it's just as if it was 20 year old skin same thing it looks identical nothing not nothing to say and then over time and sometimes it can be, you know, a matter of a couple of weeks, depending on how quickly it, uh, it, it uh, the material and how quickly the, the the body absorbs it, or a couple months or six months, uh, where the material disappears, the skin has been stretched out a bit more, and ends up having more of that sagginess or 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 or, uh, or puffiness, uh, and th those those problem zones end up looking kind of to to the to the user worse then they get more. That's why Botox injection is, is that repeat. It's, it's a repeat kind of um, approach where it's not just one that's going to solve the problem. And the same thing, uh, not the same thing, but it's similar when we're talking about uh, BioShear. When we're talking about BioShear, it's long and slow. But, when we're talk but for different problematic zones, there is improvement. When we're talking about puffiness, Puffiness will should be improved in terms of what we've seen and gathered from the clinical studies on the women that have tried this, from the feedback that we've collected from from women who've actually been using it for longer than that, not just in a clinical set, a setting, but uh, on a normal setting where they have other branded products where they're using, uh, you know, they're, they're wearing makeup. They're not just clinically, you know, a clinical perfect zone. Um, where they're saying, hey, look, you know, our puffiness has gone down. Dark circles around the eyes have become significantly better. Mm -hmm. um, and so those are, it, it's very, very, uh, it, it's great for us to hear. But in terms of sagging, I want to be very careful with that one because I don't want to promise that that's something that, we, that it will guarantee fix. We have gotten testimonials saying it helps, does wonder, but... Through collagen production, or the the skin's natural collagen production that the stem cell line um, uh, boosts and and kind of uh, and pushes the skin to boost its own collagen, the skin tightens up. It becomes more elastic and more tight. So then it can pull that sagging skin to appear less. That's what I can say. Well, and that alone, just that tightening of the skin and re reduction of puffiness, that alone can take a couple of years off of our faces, right? Mm -hmm. And all our formulations, whether it's stem cell, everything BioShear does is we do paraben-free, phthalate-free, sulfate-free, free of toxins, no artificial colors, no uh, fillers in the products. Everything is cruelty-free, so nothing is tested ever on animals. 
Um, and everything is made in Canada, in Montreal, in a pharmaceutical manufacturing facility, which means that they, they are held to the strictest standards. So consistency um, and efficacy is number one concern. That's great. Um, and it's nice to know that it's, you know, manufactured here in Canada as well. So you're supporting Canadian business, right? Absolutely. And, and the law and laboratories, they, what they do is they, over 50 years, have been making products, whether it's hair care, skin care, face care, um, nail care, uh, products for the, all over the world for big brands, uh, developing, constantly doing research and development. And they've, over those 50 years, have gathered tens and tens and tens of thousands of consumer testimonials on problem zones, on, on things they love, things they hate, things they wish they, there was, things, everything, anything you can imagine. And for myself, as, as such a, uh, as, as a, as an integral part of the development of, of what BioShear is or, 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 and being so in, you know, ingrained in every step of the way, what was incredible was to read so many of these testimonials. Obviously I couldn't do it all by myself. It's a whole, we're a whole team <laughs> yeah. and, and to read what, what women want, what they're, they're asking for and where, you know, others strive and where they fall short. And to see how, okay, think outside the box and see how we can help as, or, uh, as a team. And, I, and that's where our team and, and the brainstorming and the, the research and R&D comes in. Say, okay, what can we do to, to have uh, as little impact on the environment, to, have, to take care of people's concerns, to, and to have a, a formulation that, that, that addresses as much as possible, um, as, as quickly as possible. And uh, so in terms of learning, every, every day is learning. I'm every, every day when I get a, a consumer testimonial or I get someone who sends me a, a personal message, uh, it's, it's a, a, new, a new learning experience. Whether it's somewhere that the product never thought someone would use it, they end up using it and say, hey, it's great for this, this too. And, uh, but uh, other than that, I would say it, it's really it's, it's a great, great learning of, of how how everyone is different and how everyone makes uh, the things around them work for them. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there is a lot of learning because like, as you yourself are going through the research, you're, you're, you get to see, you know, the, the common complaints about skin as it ages and changes. And for us, Ramona and I and our mm -hmm. audience, we're just, we're experiencing it firsthand and it's, um, it can be really confusing. So it is good to know, um, you know, to hear some of the things you said in this podcast about, you know, how there is hope and there is a, an opportunity to really uh, do some maintenance on our skin and we don't have to just watch our skin sag away. <laughs> of course, not. that's why what we, uh, it's, it's one of the things that we say to, to anyone who's, who asks is, yeah, you can't, you can't go turn the clock, you know, you can't turn the clock back but you can slow it down. You can slow it down at least visually, turn it to, you know, reverse the visible signs of aging on a chronological level, uh, doing it in a healthy way, uh, doing it um, to, to boost, you know, our, our self-esteem, to make us feel better, to make us look better, to, you know, even if it's just 
for our own purposes, it's 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 worth it to do things, you know, that that make us feel feel good, and not to ever give up hope that, you know, it's it's all it's all over. And there's always we're we're thinking of you guys. You guys are thinking of 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 those those concerns for you, and we're always working to to see what we can do to to help. That's really what we're all about. And thank you so much. There's been a lot of great information here. And I really do like that your approach isn't that, you know, um, to help us slow down the aging process for our skin. It's not all about just cream. It's, you know, it's the exercise. It's our nutrition as well, because it really is a holistic approach, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. not just one area of our body that ages. It's all of it. So, um, so that was really great advice. And thank you for joining us because we, we, uh, we asked you some pretty hard questions and, um, but they're questions that, you know, we're really curious to get the answers for, and so our audience. So of course. it was a really great conversation. Thank you. Thank, Thank you guys you. for having me. And if uh, you guys need anything at all, you guys have my information. And uh, thank you again. Thank you.